When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Buckets. That's the name of my boat. Buckets. 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 What we get. Not the only transfer we got from Florida. Keith Stone, too. Remember that. Everybody who watches his show on a regular basis knows my love of the stretch four. You know, we all make mistakes. He might have made one going to Tallahassee. It's mercy if y'all don't know. Dribble to the left, cross over to the right. Hurricane to the game, many buckets for the night. Matt with the pick and roll, Melissa with the give and go. This Shelly, you, hoodie girl, dunk it in the hole. Check the scoreboard, this what we fall for. Keep the gameplay, they want an encore. Yeah, over time for another round. It's buckets out the buckets, baby. You're out of town. It's buckets. What it is, homie, it's buckets. Woo! We get buckets. Yeah, baby. Buckets. 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 I have no shame. I know. That's the problem. You guys are... Yo. I love that intro so much. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of Buckets on Six String Canes. Matt's laughing. <laughs> I feel like you got so distracted by the intro. You're like, oh, yeah, I do. I'm, I'm the one that's. After, after, after you I said, get, I, I, I'm going to intro this. Um, I get, well, just... the intro was just so good. I have to. And like, not everybody knows, but like some of those clips are some inside jokes because like, just we know what was being said when we're laughing, <laughs> but some people might not. <laughs> You have to go back. This is the one me and Matt yeah, are laughing about. I mean, everything's <laughs> just assume they're making fun of me because they are. Um, <laughs> should we? Uh, so our our esteemed guest is backstage. You wanna you wanna introduce her in the upper right, Melissa? Well, first, shout out to Anthony and Daniel in the chat. What's up, guys? But yes, we have our first guest ever to have joined the show back for a second time. The OG, the namer of the pod itself. The head coach of the Canes women's basketball team, Coach Katie Meyer, on the show today. Woohoo! Bring her on. <laughs> Hello. Hey, hey, Coach. How's it going, Coach? It's good. It's good. How are you guys? Good. Excited for the season. Yeah. It. Uh, I needed to come sooner. We're already <laughs> bored with practice. So, so how well, is practice going then? I guess. Yeah, we've only had ten. <laughs> no, it's great because we had that European tour. We're far ahead so it's one of those deals where the players are just looking at you like you know we got 20 more of these before the first game yes we do. <laughs> yes we do but we're gonna throw in some scrimmages and stuff and it'll it'll go a little faster than they think so we'll be all right 
so since you've been on the show the first time, we've kind of established a new tradition on the Buckets Pod that kind of helps settle a debate between the three of us about who has the best chicken sandwich. Um, so in your opinion, if you could only eat one chicken sandwich for the rest of your life, would you go to Chick-fil-A or Popeye's? Oh, see, now you got to go with Bojangles. You know what? You know what? We've been talking a lot about Bojangles. Oh, we are, we have been talking yeah. about Bojangles because me and Vish will be in North Carolina. Airport, so and we're in the Charlotte airport with the, you know whatever. That's the must do. It's a must. Well, it's the just the North Carolina uh, background I have that gets you Bojangles, the spicy chicken fillet. We got to get them to come to Miami. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're but if you had to choose. Stuff. But if you had to choose one or the other, wow, you're really gonna do chicken this. sandwich. Okay, Chick Fil A's nuggets. I gotta go with that. I gotta go with them. I think Bo. I think we have to create a Bojangles column. Yeah, on your I think now. we have to. Well, add Durant a third Scott column. said raising canes, so we might have to add a fourth column. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, and their spicy fries. Their seasoned fries are great. The biscuits, Bojang Bojangles biscuits are. The best out yeah, there. Yeah, the CEO's uh, is a Miami grad, so there you go. Got to bring them back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we do actually want to talk about some basketball here. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I guess I'll kick things off here. So obviously last season was awesome, making the Elite Eight. How do you kind of build off of that success? Uh, Melissa and I are already penciling in trips to Cleveland for the Final Four. So how do you make that happen for us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the the it's not a build off more so it's just a recognition of the last couple of marches you know we've been playing pretty well in March and that's something that's every coach's goal and then and then it comes down to your matchups and um we you know we've last two years lost to the national champ each time and that's who beat us so we've done our job um and so we go up against a team and frankly you know like two years ago South Carolina they they just were a better defensive team than our offense. And I feel like um, our defense was great and held, and I feel the same thing about the LSU game. Um, sometimes um, their, de their defense is just better than your offense. And we, I, I thought we, it wasn't, I thought we had better looks against LSU than we did in the South Carolina game. But we literally were just worn out because of the Herculean effort we had to give on the defensive end. So you just kind of try to get your team primed and ready. Um, when the brackets came out, <clears throat> I literally loved the bracket, you know, and I, I, I thought, wow, this could really break our way. So that was a big lesson for me because I think we've had better teams. We've had teams that really um, could score more than last last year's team. And I think we, but I don't know if we had a grittier team, and I don't think we had a, ever had a team that believed like, okay, what the coaches say, we absolutely have to do this, and then we'll have a chance. And everybody was so dialed in and connected, so. Um, you know, we got to re recreate that, that, that level of focus. Um, how is that going as far as kind of, the, I mean, we brought in a lot of new players. How is, yeah. how is that like that chemistry and team bonding have going, obviously you guys played in Europe, which helps, but do you, yeah. do you see that kind, same kind of energy with the Yeah, you know, um, there's the intent, but it's just a matter of, I think you just got to get exposed. Um, before you really have your team's attention. I, it's been my, my all along, that's why you try to do a tough early schedule because you just won't have their attention until they really are looking up at a task and like, oh, oh my God, it's going to take everything we've got to win this basketball game. And, and right now you, you don't ever, like now they're learning and teaching and building and getting chemistry, but they're not, they're not worried about some opponent yet. And um, that 
that's why playing in the ACC is so good for us because the coaches are so great. And we get through the ACC and anyone tries to throw anything at us, I promise we've already seen it. And that's what really helps us because our team gets into the scouting report. They get really into our strategy and our game plan and um, they really lock in. Hey coach, I want to ask. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, hey, coach. So I wasn't I wasn't here on the first episode, so it's nice to, you know, meet yeah, you I like this time around. In the background. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I got quite a few. All right. A good All right. amount. Good amount. Um, I was actually getting married. I think I was on my honeymoon the, the first time you were on. You are excused. Uh, yeah, thank you. I, I don't know. I don't know. You got to have priorities either- in life. And I feel like he uh, <laughs> didn't make the right call there. <laughs> yeah. But um. No, we, we were talking about new faces. So I want to ask you about a player from my neck of the woods, Winsa Pepperdine, Ali Stedman. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you about what, you, what you're expecting from her. She seems like a balanced scorer. Um, but what are your expectations for her this season? I think Ali's going to have um, a really big impact on, on our big wins. I, 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 we can't win a big game without Ali producing. And by that, I mean, she's just – um, we're still learning each other because she can hit some shots that I, I, I think, whoa, I'm not sure about that shot, but she's really comfortable with them. She's really comfortable in guarded shots. She almost hits them better off balance a little bit than she does just wide open. And, um, which we need, and we need someone who can shoot over people. And that's really, you know, jazz, jazz's whole tournament run destiny's performances. When they get in the double digits, when they get in the twenties, it's because they, they were able to shoot over the way uh, defenses were guarding. And Allie does that. That's what she wants. So I think she's really going to help us a lot. Um, it's certainly in big games where they're keying in some of our size or they're stopping our penetration. Um, you had mentioned before about um, like getting exposed and playing teams to help you kind of develop. Obviously, you never overlook any opponents, but anybody in the non-conference schedule that you, you saw that schedule release and be like, oh, okay, this is going to be a challenge. Well, what we what we did, we play like a Jackson State. You might not think is a big deal, or Norfolk State, whatever. But they always get the transfers. The the starting point guard from NC State is going to be at Norfolk. So, like, there's just games that are like they're going to win 23 games, and we wanted to play them. Um, maybe a really athletic team, um, that kind of deal. But I mean, you got to you got to go straight to the Mississippi State game, the DePaul game, and the Baylor game, and you start talking about you know top 25 traditional NCAA teams. Um, those three games alone, you know, would, would make or break a season um, if we didn't have the ACC following them because those are, those are huge games and very, very well coached and really tough environments and stuff. So um, like at Mississippi State is, I don't know who wins there, but very few people do. And, and um, going to Baylor and playing them, it's not at Baylor, but it's in San Antonio on a neutral site, but it won't be neutral. You know, we know. And it's great. And um, those are those are going to feel like NCAA games, and we have the DePaul game at home, and we're going to continue that DePaul series because um, the offense they run is so difficult. And usually, when you get to the NCAA, you'll find you'll catch one team that kind of runs that really uh, high octane scoring in the nineties. They're, they're going to be maybe the maybe they're your first game if you're a high seed, or they're, they're your second game, you know. And um, you just have to be exposed to it. So I like playing. I learn a lot every time we play DePaul. So you, you, you kind of touched on this a, a little bit uh, in one of your earlier answers about how the last couple of years the team has been re- playing really well in March. How do you get that to translate earlier in this season? Because you've certainly done it the hard way. You have right. to go and beat teams on their own court. Like go and 
I know the matchups were good, but still, you probably right. prefer to be hosting versus playing at Indiana. So, um, right. How, how do you how do you kind of get that? Because as you mentioned, it's a really challenging non-conference schedule. How, how do you kind of get the team in the right frame of mind to hit the ground running? You mentioned the well, ball last year. That game didn't, didn't go great. Because, you know, we don't run um, set plays a ton. You know, we have some, like, definitely dial up for a score. But there's such a uh, necessary chemistry in our offense. It's so important that it's a it's like a read, react, if, then type deal. And who is, so it's a who. And it takes so long for players. I mean, they hear it, they nod their head, they watch film, they understand it. But in the moment, for them to recognize it on their own, it takes a little bit. So, um, th- and, and I just have to be patient with it because then when we do connect and we do get it, um, you can't really scout us because it's not like we just have this one play and, oh, you just take away reversal and, and they're good. Like, But it's, it's a lot of patience. And, um, you know, I could amp it up early but um if i did that then we'd probably be memorizing instead of learning and i just kind of i really believe that with the interchangeable offense and and this year my god our versatility we have four like right now you got jazz roberts lamaya hilton jada patrick that are playing every position on the court including the five i mean they're just everywhere and i really like that and you're going to really love our length and our athleticism so um, it's going to be very interchangeable. So we will not be as good early as we're going to be late. And I've just got to live with it because, you know, I don't think you guys remember our record last November. I don't. But I know we were pretty good in March. Yeah. Remember I remember March the was... record in March. I yeah. remember the record in March. We've <laughs> good marches lately. So we're yeah. we're doing better. We're doing better. It's interesting that you mentioned that uh, some of the guards that have come in are kind of playing all positions because especially me and Vish have discussed this before. There's so much there's so much potential in the guard position. It's like who's going to start because you have so many players that have come in that could easily be starting at any other D1 school. Um, So kind of having that flexibility, um, you know, using that to your advantage. But then also you have uh, some really good bigs, too. So, I mean, you can it seems like you can kind of match up with anybody. Right. You know, there's, I think there's going to be a little bit less, um, yeah, traditional, like the same starting lineup the whole season. I just don't think that's going to happen. I really don't. Um, right now, uh, Kyla just has an ankle and Allie's got a pinky and they're nothing serious. We got Tosh Lattimore that's trying to come back. She'll be back around the beginning of the season. Um, and that'll put us at 10 and then we just got to stay healthy from there. But I mean, we've had seven in practices and, then we just have all these different lineups and I've changed the offense a little bit to open it up. Um, so when we have Z, when we have Kyla, I think you're going to see, we're going to be pretty recognizable, but we have to be prepared for um, playing a little bit of small ball. When I say small, I just mean we don't have a six, five or a six, six in, but we can go, you know, six foot across the board almost, but Lee at the point guard and we're actually really long, but we're just not, we don't have that one big, and um, that lineup has been great. Today I put Shay and Cheyenne in together in the first scrimmage against the practice squad, and um, they were electric. I mean, you know, you think they're going for the same spot. Hey, they play well together. They'll play together. I, You know, I haven't figured it out yet. I was with Coach L in New York when we went up for that alumni event, and he's at New York. It was a week ago, and he's talking about his starters, and I was looking at him like, what? You already know? Like, huh? I have no idea. Like no idea what the best lineup's going to be, and that'll be on chemistry too. Well, that's a good problem to have, though, if you have that many it people is. that can compete for it. It is. We really don't have a bench player. We really don't. 
we don't have like, okay, well, they'll play like, what is that? A 30, 30 up 30, down 30. We don't have one of those. That's a good, I haven't heard it phrased that way. The 30, 30. That's a good one. I'm stealing. I steal a lot of your quotes and then tell them the people at work, by the way, just so you're aware. Some of these that you're using are going to get repeated on my calls. But anyway, um, you mentioned you mentioned Cheyenne. How how excited are you to be able to coach her instead of having to coach against her? Because obviously she's a Duke and yeah, electric there and very difficult to to guard. So now she's now you have her on your side. Yeah, it's funny because we're we're we had our uh, our meeting today, like our kind of beginning of the year. This is my goals for you, whatever. And we have to do part two. We got so deep into just learning each other and knowing our backgrounds and our histories and our families and essence of who I am. We have this whole thing called my journey when I first in my first meeting with a player and we stayed on that for 35 minutes. And I'm like, Shy, we still got to talk about your game. We didn't even get there. Um, it's just so important with in, with a guard that has transferred that they um, I'm not misreading them. You know, I think one of the biggest mistakes as a coach, um, you go, well, she's just that way. And you make some conclusion. And that's that's where you make mistakes as a coach. I know I have to make decisions based on performance and attitude and effort and all that other stuff. But there's also been a lot in her history, you know, before we ever met. So who am I to think I know exactly how she's going to respond on the basketball court or, or what motivates her, or why I say do this and she doesn't do it. Do I have a problem with that? You know, like, well, what's going on? And so that was a really great meeting because um, she's very bright. She's very cerebral. She keeps a lot in her head and I just can't wait for her to unleash. Um, but it, it requires trust. And that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what we do at Miami, but it takes a very long time to develop that. But she's a baller. <laughs> oh, no oh, that, we're, that, he, that we're very seen. excited about her. Yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. That, that, I mean, obviously, like, you know, there was a couple of weeks there where it seems like we were getting, like you said, starting caliber players transferring yeah. in on a daily basis, it felt like. But yeah, she's definitely one, obviously, familiarity from the ACC that when that name came out, we're like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah and it's just our style. Like it's more so for, for her, like, and I was, when we were recruiting her, I was like, I know, I know because I studied your game and I know my system. There's no way you can absolutely know how amazing this transition is going to be for you. You just, there's no way you can know, but I, I promise you, I know. And she believed me, you know, and I think somebody like Jada Patrick too came and dropped 26 on us uh, when she was at Columbia. She's, she's really, you know, you come to practice and nobody's out working her. She's everywhere. She's absolutely everywhere. She's even better than I, I expected her to be. So um, that was a good pickup for us as well. And then Lamaya Hilton's been an amazing story of player development. Credit to my staff getting in the gym, working. You know, we do so much individual skill work, and my assistant coaches do it. Like they really, they really get into it. We we analyze a player's game and. We have different themes of our workouts, but, you know, we are really in the gym um, working on player development. And Lamaya came for that reason. She said, I heard you guys really player development, do individualized plans for everyone, including like a meeting this thick where I have their 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 nutrition, their strength and conditioning, their wellness. Their, I mean, we, uh, we get everything analyzed and, and then we project and goals and all this stuff. And that's why she came and she has just taken off. So um, we're happy with them. And of course, I love my returners. I mean, obviously, I'm in love with those guys. So um, we're looking pretty good. So a couple of questions in the chat. I'll kind of paraphrase here. So what has the impact on on recruiting been after making the Elite Eight last year? Are you, are you seeing people kind of more receptive when you're you're making those yeah. calls? Yeah, I mean, you can get on the internet and realize we got a couple of real special commitments. Um, 
can't talk about them yet, but yeah. I will in a month. Um, but yeah, that was fun. That was fun. We've always been really appreciated by the recruits. They've always loved Miami. They always said, you know, you're a favorite staff. And I really, and then there's some butt that comes, you know, and now <laughs> it was like, we were like, well, you know, if you like us, we're kind of hot right now. So you might not <laughs> give an answer. And that was fun. <laughs> fun to pull that card. I liked yeah. it. And uh, Anthony also asked about as far as a starting backcourt, would you rather have upperclassmen like juniors and seniors starting for you? Or do you like to see that mixture where you can have freshmen and sophomores mixed yeah. in with juniors and seniors? Well, the only freshman we have, um, Aurora, she, she's she's out for the year. Um, she had a knee injury. Um, we knew that. We knew that. But uh, so we don't really have another freshman. So I really don't have much choice. I, I, I have a lot of juniors and seniors. Well, juniors, one senior, Jada. So – um, I've an experienced team. They're not experienced with me, you know, but, um, they are experienced. And I think when we get Tosh back, we'll have the length that really will make us special too. So my starting backcourt, I, I you know, it's, you, you gotta love Julia and jazz. I mean, you're always going to, they have just been steady Eddie throughout. I think Lachey Dwyer, what you saw towards the end of last year is what I'm seeing every day in practice right now. She's been an, an incredible competitor. Um, Kyla's been out for the last couple of practices and Lazario Spearman's just said, okay, I'll just dominate. And Lazario Spearman is a pro. I mean, she looks absolutely astounding. So, and Kyla was playing great and she's going to be fine. It's just one of those things where you roll an ankle. So, um, you know, it's going to be competitive and it's going to change. And I think stylistically or whatever, but um, you know, we have 10 players and it, if everybody's even, everybody's got 20 minutes. So, you know, and, and I could see that very easily happening. Like, really, I don't think there's a, a 40 minute player, but I don't think there's a six minute player on my team. I think they all deserve 20 minutes. So it's just going to shake out. Coach, you that talk about that. Fresh. Yeah. yeah. You talk about that depth. I, I want to ask you, you've talked about empowering your players through playing with space. Yeah. How do you accomplish that with that, with this roster this season? Yeah. You know what? My head's like popping off at night because <laughs> I, there's there's kind of a new wrinkle to our offense where we'll pull somebody away from the basket. We don't have just like, um, you know, I thought we had Lola and Kyla last year. We had two kind of low post people. I think Lazara Z, to, to get her really, really special, she, she's going to be on the three-point line a little bit more. You, you'll be surprised. She's really rangy. And then if we go small, we're going to need that. So I've, we're adding a new, a whole new concept. Um, and uh, that's causing me to you know, I, I'm going to, I can think very quickly and figure out what shot we're going to get for who, because of this, of a system I've been running. Well, this is new. And I just got to script the looks a little bit. So I go home at night and I watch practice and I write out, okay, let's say Shay just hit a three in this new system. Where do I need to put her? What's her? And then I also need to talk to Shay about which direction she wants the three and all that. And that's really the essence of what I do as a coach but I just have a little bit more homework this year because I got a bunch of new players that can really score and I got a new system a little bit. So I'm uh, yeah. As soon as we get off the, this, I'll be uh, scripting some more plays out. we're going to scrimmage tomorrow morning at six 30 before fall break. Oh my God. So early. I know <laughs> <laughs> the players are happy though. They're like, okay. Cause I'm giving them the weekend. Cause we've been, it, thank God, because really we're all just staring at each other right now going, when's the first game? When's the first game? We're really anxious. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Do you want, <clears throat> does anyone else want to ask? I've got Go ahead, questions Mish. for days. I see, I, I, I see your list. Go. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I wrote out a list of like a million questions. We never get through all of them. But um, <laughs> um, so you mentioned kind of the, the challenge of, of going to, to Mississippi State and, and Baylor. How much does that prepare you for the for the ACC? I know technically Baylor's neutral site, but right. San Antonio. But how's, how much does that prepare you for getting into ACC play when, when every team is good? It's by far the best basketball conference. And that challenge of – do you retain some of that? Because it's several months before you kind of – or maybe like a month or so before you really get into the meat of the ACC. Yeah, school. yeah. The thing about – well, first of all, in the non-conference, those games, um, you know, I don't want them. I literally don't want one after another, after another, after another. I don't. I do want to play some lineups, experiment a little bit, have some games where we can we have some space to do that. I really do. I think it's it's fair. It's good for chemistry. We need to work through some stuff. Um, that's good. And then we have, you know, some really specific games that I think are going to be really high level. Um, in the ACC, that's what's so different. It's just like get games over, you know, maybe eat, eat something, get right back into what your team did poorly or did well, make your projects, whatever, and then turn around and just to try to stay so consistent with the same routine, the same, don't get too high, don't get too low, keep it the same, keep your Fridays the same, keep your Saturdays the same, you know, get your players in a rhythm. Um, and that's the secret. There's always in the ACC, we have always – picked up like three or four wins that we weren't supposed to. And we usually, you, you don't usually go like, wait, what? How'd they, how'd they lose to that team? I mean, we try to take care of business and that's a big part of like the, the endurance, be, be having the endurance and the, the capability to, and the capacity to just understand what the league season is. Um, so these pop-up, you know, real tough games in the non-conference actually get almost maybe a little bit more of your attention and you just get a lot more information. Um, you have a little bit more time to digest it, turn it around and make some solutions. So I really like them. Is it, is it harder to keep that routine? Like, especially when you're on the road, if I remember correctly, the the first part of the ACC schedule is like very packed with road games. We've got like a, front loaded with road games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a season that was, I think two years ago, even I remember I grabbed Kelsey Marshall as a captain and I was like, Kelsey, come in my office. Cause we were like two and six and everybody was like, this guy is falling. And I was like, can you just look at the end of the schedule? We just come in here. And so we started segmenting the schedule and then I would only just tell the team. Okay. So, so now we literally do like um, four games at a time. And we just, cause you start looking up and it's just crazy. It's like, okay, how you feel about these four games? All right. Here's the first one that we come in afterwards. We just kind of segment it. So they know they're in a conference, but it's not, Oh my God. You know, and that year that I had that conversation with Kelsey's when we ran out and won seven of the last eight and then got into the finals of the ACC tournament. So it is who you play, where you play them and when, but you just got to stay sane about it and not get too crazy. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting you mentioned that year. Cause that, that year was one where in that non-conference you'd played a really challenge. Actually, that's where I met you the first time at that game at Maryland, but they were yeah. a top 10 team. Indiana yeah. was a top 10 team. 
both those games are really tight and, and you lost them at the end. You could tell like it's a really good team in here and it's just not yeah. translating to wins. Yeah. How do you keep the team motivated there? Because eventually it clicked, like you said, ran through yeah. the end of the ACC schedule and the tournament all the way to the final. So how did you keep the team locked in when maybe you, you know yeah. they're doing the good work? It's almost there yeah. and it's just coming up short. Yeah, that, that's 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 the essence of a coach is like, what's your message? You know, like um, there's times and I know Coach K used to say this all the time. He said, I'm really emotional. He used to say it about himself, but it's not about his emotion. So, he, you know, there were times he just would flip a switch and go ham on his team. But most of the time he was reading his team and what do they need? And if they needed calm confidence, even if he was irate, he would find his calm confidence and, and present that. So. I think that's a really big deal as like if they know they're lazy and just didn't deserve to win, you better let them know you saw it too. I mean, the worst thing you can do as a coach is give them fake confidence when they don't deserve it. So you got to be really on the pulse of your team and really feel like whatever. Like when we played Maryland that game, it was like, man, they just killed us on the glass. We did everything right. And then they just, the same girl, Angel Reese, God love her, just destroyed us. And, um, you know, there's there's a lot of strategy and all that, and then there's they had like four monster offensive rebounders, and we outplayed them. But you know, in those moments, uh, they got buckets and we didn't, and then we lost. So there's things that the realistic assessment too, which is, hey, we might have lost that game in recruiting too. Like we didn't have the size to match up with them, and we got to have that assessment too. And we'll find a way to beat them the next time. But in that particular game, the talent just took over in an area where we were weak and they were better than us. And you got to be honest about that too with your team and say, okay, so now this is what we have to change because we're not six, five and can dunk all of us. We have to change. And then, then they start looking for a solution, but until you just get smacked with the truth, you're not going to be a good coach. While we're on the topic of coaching. So I coach my, uh, my little sister-in-law who's in high school, she's going to be a junior. Um, and she's kind of like getting to that next level where she wants to, you know, train, all the time and get better and improve. So I want to ask you, you know, for any advice for someone that's trying to make it to the next level to play basketball, uh, what advice you have? Well, don't, don't get into the one-on-one -on -one personal trainer videos. Just leave them away, throw them out, burn them. Uh, less dribbles is better than more dribbles every time. Like it's, it's, it's out of control. It's out of control. And what I really can say, because we often have pros in our gym, um, you know, our practice facility, we have WNBA players, NBA players, they're in there a lot. And the 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 ones that are trying to make the league, I, I'm going to tell you, I see it all the time. The ones, maybe a, a guy that just got out of college and now he's in with his agent or his trainer and he's working on his game to make the pros and he's dribbling the hell out of the ball and they're doing every fancy move you've ever seen. And then you get like LeBron come in or Chris Paul or something. And they're literally like holding off a trainer and pound, pound, pound shot. They're doing the simplest repetitive drills you've ever seen. And they're the best players in the world. And the people that are trying to be them are working on shots that they're not going to get. And they're, that's what they're working on to, to look good. So when I see that time and time again, I can just tell the young people, I, I tell you what I see. I tell you what I see. And a lot of times it's somebody's in there just rebounding for them and they're getting 500 shots up. Nothing fancy, nothing. Everyone in the world could do it, but they're the only ones doing it. And that's why they are who they are. Do you guys ever uh, scrimmage with the men's team? No, no. 
But the male practice yeah. squad, we got a couple of our male practice squad guys that either tried to walk on or were walk-ons before, and they're, they're pretty good. Um, so that helps us a lot. These guys, they're incredible. I mean, and I yell at them and I make them run too. Like when they lose, I'm like, run. And they're like, you serious? I go, yeah, I'm serious. You're on the team or not? Like you're on my roster. Go run. You lost. Go. And, um, but we, you know, they're good guys and they're just, they do it really for nothing. And, uh, and I, I mean, they, I really get after them sometimes when I get frustrated because maybe they don't listen to, and I'm like, guys, come on. I already have a team that doesn't listen to me. You better get your attention. You need to be like, you know, you're North Carolina today. You better run this set right. And um, they're awesome. They're really invested. So it's a really cool thing in women's basketball. So, so reading between the lines here, when when you have a scrimmage, whoever loses the has to run. Almost every drill we do is is if there's some competitive drill. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's pretty simple. Like today, we were scrimmaging, and we we do this one drill. It's really fun. We stole it from Arkansas. And um, you you get the amount of points that's left on the shot clock, no matter what the bucket is. So if you if your team's not running fast or we're taking horrible shots, it's two ways. But in any case, both teams, so you could shoot a shot and get 25 points. Um, oh, wow. and we, used to, we used to do that. Yeah, Arkansas quick strikes, what we call it. But everyone thinks it's an offensive drill, and it's really for defensive transition. You know, you don't want to give up a layup because that's 28. You know. And we were doing it, and then my players thought they were really, really smart. They thought they were up like 75 points. I mean, they were up, and there was like three minutes to go, and and um, they thought they would slow it down, right? And inevitably, at this time of year, when you slow it down, that's actually when you're going to turn it over. It's in the practice squad, just stole it, layup, stole it, layup. And I'm like, oh, you guys are really smart right now. And we were about to lose because they were, you know, not – they were saving their legs. I said, well, hey. You can run now or you can run. Uh, you're going to run as you lose by. So you're going to run as many sprints as you lose by. And you can lose by 50 in that drill. And we found a way to run faster and win. You know, And so, yeah, it's a pretty good tool. Wow. That's a lot of sprints. <laughs> you don't like That's lose. giving me PTSD from practice when I used to play in high school. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so random off-topic question. Who's a better dancer, you or Coach L? Ooh, I think it's a stylistic, uh, stylistically. <laughs> I don't swim in his lane. I don't think he swims in mine. <laughs> I think, I think we just, we're two different ends of the pool when it comes to how we dance. You give him any tips? I have never given Coach L a tip. Nope. 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 <laughs> he's got his, he's got his game. I'm going to leave him alone. He's great. He's awesome. So I know you have to, to go in a minute. So Matt, do you want to ask ask the question you, you wanted oh, to ask? The last. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 All right, coach. So <laughs> oh, there's there's oh, a no, running no, thing. No, it's fine. Oh. It's fine. It's fine. So so us three. Um, you know, I live in California, so obviously this is harder uh, to do in person. But we're 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 trying to eventually get a game of horse going. So my oh, question yeah. to you is, who do you think would win in a game of horse out of us three? <laughs> Well, like she knows all, our game. <laughs> first of all, you're probably all so good. You might as well just do pig because no one's ever going to miss, right? So yeah. Horse, uh, horse, that's a good political answer. You can tell you're well trained in the I don't know. Trick shots. Trick shots usually win horse. I can't if, answer. If you if you saw if you saw our, our group text about talking about playing, you'd have an easy answer because yeah. two of there's us have already a, deferred to the third. Yeah, someone's <laughs> gonna win easily, by the way. It's not actually a, 
<laughs> well, I'll just say I probably haven't picked up a basketball in like three or four years. I'm so I've already taken myself out. We have yeah. already put our money on Matt because he actually plays okay. all the time. I, I played last night with my oh. old high school teammates. So, oh. yeah. Yeah, Matt, Matt, Matt plays actually regularly. plays all the time. Yeah. So, you got to put a chance with if it's horse, there's a more volume of shots. But someone could steal a game of pig, maybe on a lucky bounce here or there. That's true. When I used to yeah. play all the time, I would beat you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. When I was on the gun, I was hitting some high percentages. I don't know about that, man. <laughs> You guys should come by. We'll put you through a workout on our shooting machine. I'm the only one that lives in Miami. Vish is in DC. Matt's in I will, California. I will I, come out for. Hold it. on, but I'm in Miami like half the time anyway. So yeah, that's true. That's true. We can we can get by the. Let us know. We witnessed we witnessed the Georgia Tech we'll do, game. We'll do a podcast yeah. uh, live from the practice facility. We'll, oh, we'll, we'll take we'll take. I care would I would I would totally be down for that. Oh, yeah, no, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll drills. I would love to do it. We we try to have a fantasy camp, you know, where we have our fans come and go through all the drills, but. Uh, this year we we had a hard time scheduling it, but we'll have you guys out. It'll be great. Oh boy! Hey, throw in some practice gear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you in those shorts? Okay, all right. All right. I will say. I will Coach say. Who I, I knows about the shorts? Yes, if yes. I had a pair, I'd give them to you. I do not have a pair of them. Wait. Coach, That's blasphemy. Coach, you know those uh, the Miami shorts? It has like all the different logos of Miami. I think oh. they're exclusively like women's. Are they like shorts. white and then they have? Yeah, they're yeah, yeah. yeah. I bought them in women's size just just because I love them so much. They're double XL. I think I have a pair of them. I don't ever wear them because I'm a little old for that. So I might be able to get you hooked up, Melissa, on that one. We'll see. There you go. There you go. Well, I, I think we talk about the practice shorts every single pod. It's just it's just an inside joke that the rest of us have now. Well, I've had even like yeah, like referees and stuff be like. Hey, we saw your, you know, like their the kids are warming up and their stuff, and they're like, they're talking about it. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but we do have some nice. Adidas has some really creative stuff that you don't see elsewhere. They they make us look good. There's Coach, a lot of stuff the, that we you, see the players in, and yeah. then I'm like, I want that, and then they never yeah. release it. I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I say that too. I don't get it. You think I get everything? I do not. I do not. Go talk to Ooh. Coach Lonette Hall about that. <laughs> Well, well, coach. Again, thank you for uh, naming our podcast. Coming on again. Um, actually, I'll be. I, logo? Did you see the picture? Oh yeah, yes, I did. Yes, I did. It's great, also, isn't it? Yeah, it's a great logo. All right. I saw. I saw the actual buckets boat. That's what yes. I saw. I saw a picture of the, yes, of the yes. actual. You were also <laughs> frequented in our intro. I don't know yeah, if you yeah. watched yeah. our intro to our pod. You are you are a frequent person in oh, our intro. Is this okay. is this even our podcast? I think this is Coach Myers. <laughs> <podcast. laughs> I don't think it's ours. Thank God, love it. You, you are the first person that speaks on the intro, so. Oh my. You are <laughs> a lot of pressure. Well, then let's you know kick this thing rolling here. Yeah, yeah. All right, you guys. named and it. Actually, you're the first person on it. The first person to come on it twice. I mean, you're a legend, a buckets yeah. legend. You guys ever need anything? I, I appreciate all the support. Really, yeah. Good. And actually, Coach, I'll, I'll be in Charlotte at the ACC media thing in a couple of weeks. Oh, I'll will see you? you there? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see Perfect. you there. Yeah, it'll be fun. You can go get Bojangles. <laughs> yeah, I will. Right, we can get we can get Bojangles tomorrow, actually. Because <laughs> oh, we'll be at Chapel Hill. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much, yeah. Coach Meyer. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank you again. Thank you. Bye. Have a good night. Don't cry. Keep it chill. Wear good socks.
sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.